All right, back here in the Ohio, and um, Craig, you may remember, well, I don't know if you weren't there, but uh, Mark Zuckerberg, when he came up with Facebook, you know, Facebook actually started, I believe it was called Face Smash, where at Zuckerberg's college, they had a website to kind of rate women. And, you know, there was women on the website, and you could kind of rate them. Um, probably, I'm sure a lot of it was based on attractiveness, but I think they may have rated them on their friendliness or whatever else the case might be. Uh, thankfully, Facebook became more than Faith Smash. Now, I'm sure some people out there are like, well, we don't like rating women based on attractiveness on Faith Smash, but it's probably similar to what Facebook has turned into today, but we'll, we'll leave that argument for another day. Well, thankfully, Facebook is doing more than just rating girl, women or girls or whatever the case might be, but now in Bexley High School down here in the Columbus area, uh, they got themselves a little bit of hot water because on Instagram, um, there's a list ranking the Bexley High School girls' senior class attractiveness was posted to social media over the weekend. All right, Craig. Uh, there's a nine-tier list. Man, if you – now, again, you're, you're happily married, and I'm happily married. We should not be doing these lists ourselves. Right. But, but high school Craig, middle school Craig, if you were developing a list, nine tiers, Craig, isn't that a little bit too many tiers? Seems like it, yeah. I mean, you know, everybody has a different way of doing it. I, I don't quite really get their list of, of being batty to dis disgusting trash people is, I guess, the, the lowest level. I, You know, these, these things are, are probably not as uncommon as we, we think. And I, I think to some degree when, you know, when you go to school, you know, you always kind of, you know, I think back when we had, I guess, these rankings, and I use that term very loosely in air quotes, that you probably, you know, had like, a, you know, back then when I was in school, which I know I say it back then, but it's almost 20 years ago when I was in high school, that, you um, you know, you might say, oh, I would date that person or I wouldn't date that person. You know, there's always sort of lists that you make in your mind. But this this is probably taking this to that more of an extreme because now instead of maybe it just being between you and your friends, now it's on social media and everybody is seeing it. And I think there's a, a huge difference between, you know, I, I think we all kind of. Are, are sort of guilty of this. I'm not, I, I can't speak for, for girls that are in high school that maybe rape boys or whatever it may be, but I'm sure that there are, it goes both ways. But in this case, it's a little bit on the extreme side when you have boys, you know, getting on social media and, you know, whether it be trash talking or saying someone's attractive, you know, it, it there's really no benefits to this. If you find someone attractive and you want to date them, then let that be your personal business and, and go right. about it your own way. You don't need to do it on social media like this because like, like some of these young women have, have experienced, you know, they feel like they've experienced intimidation and bullying and, and, you know, obviously stuff like this can really lower self-esteem and it's just not necessary. It really is. And it, keep it to yourself. Well, and you can't dehumanize people. Um, right. Even if you just said, Hey, I'm going to pick the three most attractive women in the high school. I mean, yeah, you're doing it more from, I guess, a positive side. But, hey, women, there's a lot more about women than just if you think they're hot or not, whatever else the case might be. 
and even just saying, hey, these are the most attractive people, now you're dehumanizing people because you're just saying, okay, your worth is just based on that, uh, right. how I think you look. You know what I mean? Uh, so obviously, this is flawed in many ways. So even if you just say, hey, here are the good-looking ones, that's dehumanizing even for the people that you classify as good-looking. Right. That's the case might be. Um, I guess just to poke a little bit of fun at it, look at any list. Like if we said, hey, we're going to rank the NFL teams or – you know, the baseball teams or whatever. I I don't want to have a nine-tier list. Like, if, if I'm having a list of NFL teams, I want to have Super Bowl contenders, playoff contenders, and junkie teams. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want nine different tiers. It's way too confusing. You know what I mean? You're right. Yeah, I mean, probably could have been a little bit more economical if you're going to do this, as well as keeping it off social media. You know, I mean. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. I think we can. I think we can agree that this is just terrible. That these boys felt like this was necessary to do, especially on social media. If they want to have their own little notebook that they have in their locker room, that whatever they can do what they feel like, I guess. But like you said, it's it's just a dehumanizing, you know, in both ways. Whether you're saying someone's attractive or, or, or ugly or whatever, you know, it, it just dehumanizes them in in so many ways. And but yeah, having nine criteria or nine potential you know, criteria for a list, probably way too many. Uh, probably want to pare it down, I guess. But, you know, then again, I, don't, I don't want to give them any ideas either. Right. Too, well, you know, I'm just equating to if you're doing a football team one where, right. yeah, I, I don't know if I have the time to even do football teams, but at least, you know, you're not rating high school girls. You know what I mean? I mean, that's ridiculous in, in so many levels. And the other thing, too, and, it, and you might be out there sitting there going, yeah, is this the worst thing in the world? Well, we'll look at some of their t- topics. Batty or Bahati, which I guess is slang for, hey, you're looking great. Right. But the disgusting trash people, I mean, you don't want to call anybody that. That's, yeah, that's just uncalled for. I mean, you don't want to call someone. That, yeah. It's not that I'm advocating for doing these things, but I think we're, we've all been guilty of, of lists of, oh, you know, this is a, a person that I would date. I mean, we do this in the real, in, you know, the adult world too, where, you know, if people go online to, to, to find matches on, you know, on Tinder or other dating websites, things like that, you know, you're looking at things from, you know, a certain perspective. And it's one thing if you're going to say, well, we're going to rank these these people and it could be girls ranking boys, too. And I'm sure that that's, you know, probably something that has gone on at several high schools and several things but they've probably done it in a better way because, you know, girls tend to be smarter than boys and in, in with stuff like this that, you know, they don't like put it out on social media for everybody to find out. But, you know, what, whatever happened to just like a ranking one through 10, you know, instead of this, you know, disgusting trash or whatever, yeah. you know, these people, like, I mean, there's, if you're going to do this and if you're going to do it on social media, you know, maybe try to not be so hurtful, I guess. I know numbers can hurt too, but I don't know. It just seems very hurtful the way they describe people or like the vomit emoji or a horse or whatever. So I don't know. I, it, it just, well, I'm not surprised that something like this is, you know, is happening. And I guarantee it's not the only place that it's happening at in Ohio or in the country, but you know, it gets out, it gets out. Now everybody's, you know, getting hot and bothered about it because, you know, from the from the women's perspective, they should be upset about this because this is again, like you said, dehumanizing them. And you know, 
from the from these boys perspective from these young men you know this is the kind of stuff that i i don't think that they would want to have happen if they had daughters or if they had family members that were ranked in this system here so i i just feel like you know let's just keep it to ourselves i mean i think and and, and not do this and to begin with anyway because you know who cares who's good looking or not good looking if you don't like them then you don't like them if you think someone's attractive and you want to try to go out with them then ask them out whatever but i i think they're they're just taking it too far putting this stuff on social media well i think we gotta make a a big distinction here because some of the listeners what you're just saying is saying okay well you you're saying protect the high school girls but you criticize politicians you criticize pop culture people I, I think the difference that we definitely need to state is, okay, hey, we've criticized Governor DeWine. We've criticized other politicians. We've criticized teams. Um, I, I think what we've done, and we probably haven't always done this perfectly, but what we've done is just really said, criticize the decision, not the person. Right. I mean, hey, there's people out there, like especially – and again, there's a difference between – public figures like the governor would be as compared to, um, you know, the Bexa high school girls senior class. You know what I mean? I mean, they're they're not public figures, but even people like Mike DeWine or Jim Jordan or other people like that, Hey, we may not agree with everything to do, or we may um, say, Hey, here's something where they got to look at before they continue doing. That's what they do. It's not who they are. Hey, yeah. you know, I don't always see I die of Jim Jordan, but Jim Jordan's a human being. Yeah. Um, Jim Jordan is, you know, I mean, he's not a, I, I mean, there's a difference between the humanity of a Jim Jordan or a Mike DeWine or a, you know, somebody on the Democratic side than what they say or what they do. Um, Nancy Pelosi, uh, the Derek Chauvin trial ended yesterday, and uh, we're, we're going to talk about that over the next couple of shows. Uh, you know, she had a kind of a weird response uh, talking about um, George Floyd. And again, we say weird things. We'll talk about that later. Right. But you know, I saw a post saying, oh, she's a disgusting person. I don't know if she's a disgusting person. You might say maybe that wasn't the best choice of words by her, but she's still a person. She's still a human being. Right. Um, hey, if you prescribe to any type of a religious belief, you know, in faith, we believe that God made every person distinct and they have a humanity. Now, everybody makes horrible choices. You might say, well, then why did God create off Hitler? Well, Hitler made bad choices. And, you know, as humans, we can make bad choices. And obviously, Hitler's bad choices was a lot worse than other people's bad choices. But what I'm saying is that we all have value. We all have humanity. We all have worth. Um, our decisions aren't always the best, and especially if you're a public figure, we're allowed to kind of poke fun and criticize decisions from time to time. But everybody has humanity. Everybody has worth. And I'm, I'm going back to what you were talking about, Craig, is if you're a Bexley High School girls senior class, if you're the Bexley senior high boys class, whatever the case might be, you have value. You have worth. And calling someone a dis- disgusting trash person Hey, I don't want to ever say that on the show. There could be someone I totally disagree with. Right. They're not disgusting. They're not trash. They're not people. And, and that's the distinction that needs to be made. And again, I don't want to see this list for any high school kids out there. But man, 
the boys that put together this list, man, put together a list of these boys. I'm sure these boys aren't always the best looking or <laughs> right. Maybe they yeah. made dumb choices. I, yeah, I'm sure we have a, fun making a list of those guys. And again. I mean, I'm not encouraging more lists because of <laughs> right. but, yeah. uh, but but the thing is, it's just, you know, take a look at yourself before you say certain things. And yeah. I got to be honest, Craig, I mean, and on the show, we, we we tease, we poke fun and everything. But what's, and I think we've done that, but let's continue to do it. It's just make sure when we attack, as I say of quote marks, people, we're, we're doing that more of their decisions, what they do, and we're, po- we're poking more fun. Than rather than attacking personally, because everybody has value, and there's people I don't understand, I always agree with, but as people, they have value and they're valuable as, as people. Absolutely, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they learn their lesson from this, and you know, if it's any consolation, I think uh, you know, for these girls, it, it will get better in life. You won't have to worry about these dumb boy drama things because you'll be graduating soon and you'll be hopefully around a, a newer set of mature men in college or in life that maybe you won't have to deal with uh you know the shenanigans of high school boys i guess yeah i know that there's a um i know there's people out there that will say well you know this happens in the past. This, you know, uh, this isn't the first, you know, you got to grow up a little bit. You know, we all face stuff like that. Well, I'll be honest, it's when stuff like that happened in the past, it's wrong. I mean, there were things that happened, were said about me, happened to me as a kid that, you know, I've learned to cope with and I've come out of it a better person, but they weren't good for me as a kid. I'm, Craig, I'm sure you've, you know, you probably experienced sure. some things when you're a kid. And, and yeah. you know, we all have. But I, I think when we make bigger deals about this, it's not, oh, we're woke, we're politically correct. No, it's like you, you shouldn't say something about somebody personally. That's not good. Now, if, if now let's say a girl came out at the class and had a funny saying or she had an embarrassing story or something, and, and you kind of poke fun and say, oh, man, that was silly when you did that. You know, I, I can understand that, but you're saying, hey, this is something silly you did. But again, when you're you're classifying somebody as a disgusting trash person, nobody, nobody should, you know, face that. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. Right. And I, I mean, I even look at it, uh, my dad was a Canton police chaplain, and there was a horrible story about a Canton police officer that uh, killed a, his girlfriend and a, a baby. That, that was still in the woman. I mean, she was pregnant at the time. And, you know, I and I look at this lady's mom, the lady that died, her mom, and, man, if anybody should call somebody a disgusting trash person, maybe it's the person that, um, you know, saw someone kill their, you know, kill their daughter and, and their granddaughter. But, you know, even this woman befriended the guy that killed her daughter. And I don't know. You know what I mean? So right. this whole thing is be like that lady. And and I don't know if I could do that. Man, if someone would do something to my kids, oh, I I mean, I, I don't know how I would react. Right. But let's be more like that lady who found enough compassion and love to say, hey, 
this person took away two things in my life I love more than anything else, but I, I'm going to still try to reach out to this person because this person's a human being too. Let me see how I can do it. I don't know if I could ever do that, but be like that person. Don't be like the person that says, ha ha, let's rank high school chicks on Instagram. You know, it's just not good. Not good at all. Absolutely. So, yeah, well, I'm glad we got there. And, and Kind of a silly story, a bunch of goofy guys, but there are real world consequences that go way beyond yeah. that. Less than what you think. Don't rank us. I mean, we, we get to- <laughs> Please I, don't. I only- yeah. Uh, Brandon, I'm sure we get the high ranking. Which is- <laughs> don't rank us. I don't like being ranked. It's tough. But yeah, less than what you think on the. Um, comments and, and definitely support our show. I mean, there's listener support. You're always thinking, why would I give money to something? I already get the content for free. Well, you can win stuff. We have a open erupted contest that's going on now. We could win the book. Uh, we're talking to some other people about other things we can give away in the future. Um, and, and just, just support us. We're, uh, support what we're doing and, and try to reinvest in the show. We really appreciate everything you've done. And uh, thanks for checking out the high one again, three segments every day and keep sharing us with your friends. Thank you so much for your support. Have a great day, everybody. All right. Back here in the Ohio wind, uh, Craig's with me and Dwayne Castle. We recently had him on uh, to discuss relationally driven.com and he agreed to hang out with us. So um, well, thanks certainly. for Coming, Craig. Uh, well, as always, Craig, and thanks for being with us today, Dwayne. Um, hey, it, it's funny, and I'll have to ask Dwayne this because we don't know what his viewing habits are. Uh, but it, you know, I'm 46, I'm kind of getting that age. I feel like I'm an old soul now. So, um, you know, my grandparents always watch um, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, uh, my mom is starting to watch Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. I give myself probably another seven, eight years, and I'll be in that Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Dwayne, be honest. Are, are you there yet? I mean, you're, you can't be old. What, what do you think? Uh, I'm in my 50s, okay. and, uh, and uh, I actually was in the Wheel of Fortune kind of stuff when I was a kid, but I think that's just because oh, okay. it was on. Uh, right. but no, there's not much good on TV. I, I, my, my cable's been cut. <laughs> uh, Okay. And so I, I don't I don't follow those things uh, so much. I'll see some little YouTube clips and stuff of the of the fails. Like people, the answer is right. all like everything's there except for the one letter, and they still get it wrong. <laughs> well, and see where I classify it is my white my wife's grandparents. We would go over to see them, and if we were there at six fifty eight at night. He's looking at us, and he gets a little nervous. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Cutting it's real fortune time. time. Yeah. <laughs> so we're allowed to say we're not kicked out, but it's that time. So I, I kind of look at not based on what TV you watch or what channels you have. It's more like if it's 7 o'clock, if you're itching going, doggone it, I got to watch me some Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy. I can't remember what comes on first anymore. I guess it depends on what market you're in. Right. When you've got the itch, you know you're older. When it's not like you're just watching YouTube when you're like, man, I got to get there. Well, as we all know, unfortunately, Alex Trebek died. And and here's the sad thing. Alex Trebek seemed to be a very fine person. I don't think we can say anything ill about Alex Trebek. But sadly, Alex Trebek was the host of Jeopardy for many, many, many years. We really never talked about him. And 
Sadly, when he uh, revealed he had cancer and we kind of followed him for the last couple of years of his life, we said all this great stuff about him. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm not saying anything ill about Alex Trebek. But the unfortunate thing is we cared once he had cancer. And, I mean, it's a it's emblematic about how we treat people in society. You know, we kind of ignore people. And then when they say, oh, I'm having marriage trouble or if I'm having cancer, now we're like, oh, they're a great person. Let's spend more time with them. You know, right. hey, treat, treat everyone great all throughout your life. Don't worry about the end. But, again, that's just a personal aside. Uh, but, Craig, so we've talked about this about, what, 50 times on the show. <laughs> we don't watch Jeopardy, but we're obsessed with who's going to be the new host of Jeopardy. I've kind of, my take, I don't think you've agreed with this, is I said, let's have permanent guest hosts. Let's have whoever the flavor of the month is. Maybe an actor promoting a movie. Maybe, <clears throat> yeah, it's almost like a talk show. Like you watch a late night talk show, the guest has something to promote. Um, I saw Jimmy Kimmel last night, and former President George W. Bush was on. Why was he on? He had a new book of paintings that he wanted to promote. So it's almost like, hey, if you got something to promote, if it's a book, if it's a movie, if it's whatever, you can host Jeopardy. Now, I'm not sure if you like that or not, but I got obsessed because Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers was on Jeopardy. I'm like, wouldn't this be fantastic? An NFL quarterback on Jeopardy, we can watch him, he can play football. Apparently that didn't happen. I know I'm yabbering on. You're talking to a Bears guy. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, Lions fans. I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm not in favor of Aaron Rodgers. I guess it could be more interesting. If you had to pick a permanent host, pick an NFL quarterback. That's a whole lot more interesting. So, sorry, I'm just. (laughs) Well, you know. I I only saw a couple of episodes. I mean, I don't watch Jeopardy religiously like I used to. Okay. Um, but I will say that every now and then when I when I realize it's 7.30 in my market, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'll watch Jeopardy tonight. So, so you're uh, old. Well, <laughs> I guess you could say that. Okay. All I've right. been watching it since I was in my 20s, though, so early 20s. So uh, even in high school, I probably watched it, too, a little bit. But um you know, I, I haven't really been like blown away by anybody in particular. Okay. And I understand your idea of maybe having it be a revolving door, but I think that when you have someone like Alex Trebek for what four decades, you, you kind of take it for granted that you know he's that's why we didn't talk about him because he he just did his job. It, you know, it's kind of like you know the out of sight, out of mind because he did his job, he did it well, and no one really had any reason to talk about Alex Trebek on Jeopardy. The only time we really talk about Jeopardy in, in the in the public spotlight is if someone goes on a Ken Jennings like run where they just win game after game after game and just dominate. Um, but then, of course, as you said, the last couple of years we celebrated Alex Trebek's life, and you know, I think I think that Jeopardy really wants to get back into that. They want to have someone that they can plug into that role for forty years, if possible. Maybe it right. won't be possible anymore, but I think they want the continuity that comes with a host that even though you, you might not necessarily tune in now, if it's Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure people would say, Hey, you know, we'd love to see Aaron Rodgers, you know, once he retires, maybe take over the mantle. I wasn't a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, stint, but it was, it's hard to kind of gauge to how someone will be after just a couple of weeks worth of shows um, because, you know, they tape these shows, you know, day after day, after day, after day. So, you know, even though it was two weeks worth of shows, it wasn't like he was, 
you know, he had months and months and months to kind of gain his momentum or, you know, whoever it may be, whether it's Katie Couric or, or whoever. So I'm interested to see as they continue, you know, throwing more people out here, LeVar Burton uh, will be a guest host. Um, you know, George Stephanopoulos is going to be a guest host as well. So, you know, I, I'm kind of in Robin Roberts. I'm, I'm interested to see what she can do um, in the chair as well. So, you know, Ken Jennings did an okay job. Uh, I didn't, Dr. Oz wasn't really my cup of tea as Jeopardy host. So I don't know if they've really found anybody in this little run of, of guest hosts. And I think for me, it's either give the guest host more than two weeks at a time or just have like three or four in a revolving door as opposed to like 10 or 15. Yeah. For my, my part, I think that uh, whoever follows up uh, Alex Trebek, I, I mean, I don't watch Jeopardy, but uh, I don't live under a rock either, <laughs> but he has been in there for 40 years. So whoever comes in after him is always going to be at a disadvantage because they're not Alex Trebek. Right. Um, and, and you are absolutely right, Chris, that uh, it, it's the way we treat people. Uh, you know, we take people for granted. You know, right. he's just part, he's, he's a staple. He was, you know, he was just always there. Um, and so we look at, uh, you know, mom's always there. Um, our wife is always there. And then, you know, when something happens and that's when we decide that we're going to show the appreciation and stuff. Um, so, uh, so you're right there. So whoever comes in, uh, they're, they're going to have to have their own voice. They're going to have to find their own, uh, way of, of doing things. Uh, remember back in, um, uh, what family feud it used to be, uh, Richard Dawson, uh, and, and I love Richard Dawson from Hogan's Heroes all the way up through, uh, you know, the Family Feud days. And uh, he had his own way of doing things, his own mannerisms, his own little jokes and stuff. Steve Harvey kills it every time, you know. And so uh, I love watching some of the clips uh, of him doing his thing. But he couldn't be Richard Dawson if he tried. Um, he had to be who he is. And so that's going to be the key, whoever it is. They just have to find their their own voice, their let their own personality come come forward. Well, and that's an interesting thought, Craig, because you look at it like even late night talk shows. Not many people watch a full late night talk show, but you go to YouTube clip and you say, "Oh wow, I want to see this interview with this guy, or I want to see something funny that happened on the show." Steve Harvey took Family Feud, which was kind of languishing. I mean. Not many people talked about it. Not many people knew about it. But now he's got this thing where he makes people look silly. The clips go on YouTube, and everyone's watching YouTube clips. What if a Steve Harvey or a Steve Harvey type, I mean, Steve Harvey has 100 jobs right now, or, <laughs> or you either get him or get a Steve Harvey type to host Jeopardy and maybe jazz it up where you're still having Jeopardy, but make it where you're watching these clips of either – poking fun of people's goofy answers or, or do something and now liven up Jeopardy. Now we're watching YouTube clips of Jeopardy. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Jeopardy is, you know, it's one thing when you're doing the surveys on Family Feud and you can yeah. have a little fun with, you know, some of the surveys are just begging for funny answers and things like that. Jeopardy, you know, while while they have fun, you know, and they had some fun on the Aaron Rodgers show, you know, on the shows for instance, I think there's some place for some levity, but I don't know that I think they can go full Steve Harvey and have like, you know, maybe, you know, ridiculous questions, ridiculous yeah. questions yeah. and or, 
you know, let's have a, a, a tight shot of Steve Harvey's face every time someone answers wrong and he just gives you one of those like yeah. deadpan looks like, how could you get that question wrong? I don't know if that really would, I mean, it would definitely jazz it up. I, I know that you would probably <laughs> see more clip sharing, um, but you also get a lot of clip sharing too on YouTube from really bad answers to what people deem easy questions, like especially sports or movie questions mm -hmm. where you know, someone, you know, it could be the, who's the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers and they don't know who it is and they answer and everybody at home is probably shouting like, how can you not know that? But then, you know, five minutes later, that person gets a question about neuroscience, right? And you're probably <laughs> thinking, I had no clue what that meant. So, right. you know, I, I think there's, there's a place for that when, when, when you see people on, you know, clips, but yeah, obviously if you get like a, a Steve Harvey type to, uh, to jazz it up a little bit, you you probably would see more clip sharing, but I don't know if Jeopardy is really, uh, I don't know if that's that cup of tea for Jeopardy. Well, I mean, but you got to get bigger ratings. I mean, maybe get people with IQs no higher than 20. Like, you know, Saturday Night Live had funny clips where they uh, did a parody of Jeopardy called Celebrity Jeopardy. Right, so you bring right. these celebrities on, they know no answers, and then um, what was Will Ferrell play Alex Trebek, and right. It would be funny if they had like a commoner's Jeopardy where, you know, they had more poppy, you know, pop culture-y type. General trivia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah general, general, trivia. general trivia. Because sometimes, you know, there's categories I get excited about when, when they, oh, a movie category or sports categories. But then after that, it's kind of like, well, you know, most of these other categories, it's going to be way over my head. So I think it'd be kind of fun to change it up a little bit. You know, they obviously right. have like, the college Jeopardy and the teen Jeopardy tournaments, but you're also talking about really, really intelligent people, whether they're teens all the way through the adults that are on the show. So it'd be kind of fun every once in a while to have like a, you know, just kind of like a beer league trivia, you know, bar bar trivia kind of uh, Jeopardy just to see how fun that could be a show like that. But, you know, make it a family thing and make it like yeah. a crossover with uh crossover between like Jeopardy and Nickelodeon. So you get the yeah. answers wrong. They drop the goop on you or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. We're going down a bad path. Oh, <laughs> you just opened up a can of worms, Dwayne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. uh, Nickelodeon uh, gave coverage of an NFL game. And I brought this up as a throwaway story. And like hour later, we were still talking about it. So it, I'll have to share the link with you. You, you are <laughs> nice. It, it got very <laughs> well, Nothing yeah. wrong with Nickelodeon. Chris. No. Okay. <laughs> we wanted this podcast soon, right? <laughs> Craig, I mean, we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. We got to go to work in 45 minutes. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the other question I was thinking for you, Dwayne, we can end here. Everyone has a different idea. Like LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton doesn't do anything for me, but, you know, a lot of people grew up on reading Rainbow and they're all fascinated. So I understand. My interests are different than Craig's interests. Craig's interests are different than Dwayne's interests. It's all good. You know, I, I can't criticize you for what you like or what you don't like. I like the grumpy old men type thing. I mean, give me a grumpy old man on the news. Uh, I was sharing with you, Dwayne. I used to like Don Imus because he was a grumpy old guy. I used to love Don Rickles, a grumpy old guy that was kind of an insult comic. Unfortunately, these guys are both gone. They, they both right. died. Obviously, we can't bring them back. I'm The other guy I was thinking, but unfortunately, he's dead too, is Jerry Stiller. Well, he was a great uh, comic actor. You, you remember him from Seinfeld and King of Queens. 
can we find a grumpy old guy that could be the Seinfeld? I mean, not for Seinfeld, but for Jeopardy. I want a guy, I want appointment TV. I want to watch Jeopardy not because I'm getting older. I want to say, man, I want to see this host. He's going to make me laugh. He's going to make me think. I don't know. I'm not a huge David Letterman guy, but maybe Letterman could fill that reign. I, I want some guy that may, may not mock contestants, but I want somebody that I want to see because I like them. Um, well, there are only two choices, really, are, I think, okay. find somebody as close to the model of Alex as, okay. uh, as possible or go completely um, a, a whole different uh, a different direction, uh, like a completely different personality type and, and something along those lines. And I kind of lean towards that because then, I mean, if they try to get somebody that is as, uh, you know, I don't want to call Alex uh, stuffy because he, he had he had some humor with him and things like that, but um, as polished, I guess, um, if they try to find somebody just like him, then uh, they're, they're going to fall flat. So they need to find somebody that has their own uh, their own personality, their own sense of humor, their own delivery style, um, and maybe even an unknown, somebody we don't know, somebody that uh, there isn't a way to compare them with him. Like you, you pull out a, a Ken Jennings or a, a Aaron Rodgers, or people already have opinions formed of them. So find somebody that, that you don't have an opinion on and plug, plug a new person in. Give somebody else a chance for a for, for this well you guys said you were bears and lions fans well as bears and lions fans you want aaron Rodgers to go be the host you want him to be distracted you want him to you know think about jeopardy as he's playing the game against you guys he gets distracted throws a pick you guys win the game i mean well, you know I, i'd be all for that you know what i remember when brett Favre was retiring and aaron is a great parallel um when when Favre was retiring uh, and they were talking about Aaron Rodgers coming in. The pressure that got put on him to uh, come in and fill that role was huge. I mean, he obviously uh, made it work, <laughs> but but well, there was a lot of people with a lot of expectations, and he was never going to live up to their expectations. Well, maybe he retires earlier if he becomes a Jeopardy host. I mean, we got plenty. <laughs> yeah, like maybe he needs the money. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm a Steelers fan. I never thought I'd be worried about the Browns for the past. 30 years. Now they seem like a threat. I'm pushing for Baker Mayfield to be the host. I know there's no interest, but get him out of the Browns. Let's get Nick Chubb as a host too and Kareem Hunt um, and Odell Beckham. Get all the good Browns out of there. Get Miles Garrett. And, you know, Put them all as Jeopardy hosts. That way the Sooners could be good again. I don't know. What about... Um, I, I think I've got an out-of-the-box idea, Chris, and you're going to love this, okay? I'm just going right. to right now. I got one more I, I need to share. You're going to love this idea. Okay. Let's go totally out-of-the-box, go CGI, SpongeBob SquarePants host Jeff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Craig's pushing all my buttons. It's not good. Oh, nice. Dwayne, you probably talked about that. Yeah, I'm sure you got a whole section in your workforce boot camp at com. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to give you these plugs during a, a Jeopardy yeah. show. I, I'm sure you've got, you know, a big segment. Yeah, there you go. There. Uh, unfortunately, we're just on audio, so people don't see the book. Yeah. We're on audio only. Though. Look at the hey, book. The, hey, one, it's the good. one time we're on audio only. But <laughs> what? I mean, you talked about you have a four-hour book camp, and check them out if you have any issues or questions about the workplace. I'm sure you're talking about you know, people, coworkers that push your buttons and crank trying to do That's <laughs> right. right. That's right. You have to really see that. I, I actually uh, talk a lot about the importance of levity in a, in a workplace. Yeah. So I appreciate right. that uh, you're, you're big enough to take the abuse that he's dishing out to you right now. 
Wait a minute. You, you just you just change the course on me. It should well, be that person that pushes your buttons. And you're like, oh no, you need to take it. You need to be a better guy. In my, in my defense, though, Dwayne's the one that mentioned the slime. If they were to get a question, yeah, on. could you imagine if they if they souped up the the show like they did the playoff right. the NFL playoff game and they had like the slime cannons and all the fun stuff that goes with maybe Final Jeopardy. They could do that if someone wins Final Jeopardy. They can. You know, throw out the slime cannons on the other people, and you know, SpongeBob SquarePants. It would probably get annoying after 20 minutes, but you know, well, they go got back there. Rogers, you bring the cheerleaders out. So when somebody uh, somebody gets the right answer on you know, like how many protons in a you know stick of butter or whatever, I don't. Um, <laughs> then the cheerleaders can right. do their thing. Yeah. Well, well, here's the other thing. You know, we've said this. And I'm sure every Jeopardy fan across the country would say that. You can't replace Alex Trebek. You know, it's very hard. Right. Uh, think, think about it. You mentioned uh, you were a minister. Uh, my dad was a pastor. Mm-hmm. My dad was at church for 25 years, and he left. And I was like, you know how hard it's going to be for someone to replace someone that's been there for 25 years. It, it's natural. It's tough for that's the right. next person that comes in. Well, it's going to be hard for the next person. I got to be honest, I don't want to get morbid here for a second, but, you know, I I have kids, I'm trying to provide for family. What happens if, God forbid, I die today or whatever? You think, who's going to provide for your kids? So here's my idea about Alex Trebek. We've got 30, 40 years of tape of Alex Trebek. How many questions has he asked? Mm -hmm. He's asked a million questions. Let's have a CGI Alex Trebek, like one of those, you know, videos, projection videos. I, I'm not sure what it's called. Some rock stars have done it. There was a rapper. The that, hologram. You know, the yeah, hologram. hologram. Sorry, CGI is not the right term. A hologram. We know that Alex Trebek isn't with us, but what better memori- memorialize him is he can ask the questions. Oh, you don't like that? <laughs> I don't like that idea at all. Uh, there's what? too much tech. I like hu- I like flesh and blood. I like let the man rest. Let I him like rest. human. I like humanity. Remember that? Remember the controversy when they put it, uh, one of the characters in the new Star Wars movies and they yep. CGI'd him. People would just freak out if there was a hologram of Alex Trebek there. <laughs> but because what I'm thinking, I'm sure Alex Trebek was paid well. I don't, I don't know what his salary was. I'm sure he made a decent amount of money over his career. <laughs> I'm sure his family is taken care of. But it's got to be tough on the family because you had this expectation for a long time. Alex would bring in whatever salary he brought in. Unfortunately, he got the cancer diagnosis. Unfortunately, he died. But that money, and I'm sure Alex is saved up. I'm sure he, the family's okay. I'm not saying the family's on the street and destitute, but in a way, you're still supporting that family. You know what I mean? I'm right. sure people at Jeopardy love Alex Trebek. I'm sure they're probably calling in on his family, checking in with his widow. Hey, how's everything going? And you know, it's it's a spiritual term. You know, you want to check in the widows and everything. What better way of providing for the family, providing for the widow of Alex Trebek, is to say, have a hologram of Alex Trebek. You can still pay him his salary. He's he getting paid right with the- on reruns. Yeah, uh, uh, the only time I ever get to see, besides those YouTube clips, uh, I okay. see uh, Alex Trebek is in every hospital waiting room in every uh, oh, okay. uh auto shop television because they're on syndication they're they're on you, you can turn on your TV right now probably somewhere on the 3000 channels and find Alex Trebek so okay. they're, they're still getting getting some some finances taken care of there's probably some syndication fee okay yeah. all right I, I I guess I'm more of a hologram I mean it's a great <laughs> nostalgia you know 
Hey, so the older we get, we don't like that current stuff. We don't like the current music, the current TV. You know, let's do the hologram. So we have our favorites from the olden days. They come back. So I, I like know, good I'm memories. Not... I like to have fun memories. I think it would be better instead of a hologram is to like piece together audio clips, you know, oh, and, and so maybe just have like, like, yeah, or, you know, maybe just have like a, a piece together audio clips to, to, I, I think if you get into the territory of hologram, I think you've got to let, let him rest. I think they should just let him rest. And, you know, his, his time is, is, you know, on Jeopardy was amazing, but let, let's move on. But, you know, if you ever did something where you wanted to honor him, maybe more of like a, uh, you know, clipping together audio bits to answer, to ask new questions, I guess, maybe would be better than a hologram. I, I don't know. I think he Can just got to, I, I also just in general think you need to let it go and let him be, you know, let him rest and, and move on and, and get a new host, even if you just do the revolving door of new host for the next two or three years. But uh, if anything, maybe like an audio clip file where you can snip together certain words to ask a question would be kind of unique, but it may be more of a better uh, way to memorialize him than maybe having a hologram on the stage. <laughs> well, and these shows are all taped. I think maybe they had like a special live Jeopardy once or twice, but they're all <clears> taped. But can you imagine how difficult that job would be? Because in radio stations, they have a soundboard. Like sometimes if you're listening to radio station, they have a funny sound or whatever. Uh, somebody has a board where they, they you know, they click trumpet right. sounding or people laughing or whatever else the case may be. Can you imagine how hard that job would be? Because you would have to click question. There'd be a button with whatever that question is, but there'd be a button to say correct or incorrect and right. next response. So you'd have to be a virtuoso on that keyboard <laughs> just hitting that right button because obviously you don't want to say correct when the answer is incorrect. So right. well, uh, maybe, that, maybe that's why it's better just to let it go and let him let him, <laughs> yes. let him be and you know, let him rest. Yep. Move let on. Let go and uh, bring that great Aaron Rodgers in. It'll be great. Hey, I'm I'm still for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, know, as the Lions fan and, and and our team being terrible every year, I you know getting rid of Aaron Rodgers would not really do anything for a terrible Lions team. So I don't care if he's okay. if he's there for another twenty years. To be honest with you, the Lions don't really matter anymore. And you know, I didn't think he was a great host because he was a little dry and a little you know monotone, but. Um, I'd like to see some other people get some shots first before they would settle on a guy like him. Although he well, did do well when he played Jeopardy the one time, so or, or pick your least favorite lion and get them out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the third string quarterback in the Lions. And, uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, I, I think I, I think I'd rather pick the ownership, uh, the Ford ownership. Uh, <laughs> the Ford's ghost. Uh, all right. Well, well, hey, this was good. We went a little bit long, but hey, it was a fun discussion. Let us know what you think. Um, I, I'm sure there's people out there that are into Jeopardy. Let's know who your favorite host is, or let's know who you want to be a host. Maybe even pick a dream host that you know maybe isn't with us anymore. They can't really do it, but pick out your favorite, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it because we often talk about Ohio news and Jeopardy. And I'm obsessed for some weird reason. So, all right, thanks, Craig. Thanks, Dwayne. Thanks for checking out the show. Check out our sponsors. Check out Hope Interrupted, a podcast we do with our friends uh, Byron and Jennifer, and check out the book they're selling there. Uh, very good information for the times we live in today. All right, have a great day, and thanks for checking out the Highland. All right, back here on the Highland podcast. I got Joe and Paul with me, and man, it was a weekend for presumptive number one draft pick Trevor Lawrence. Man, I wish I could be Trevor Lawrence today. He got married. 
Seems seems like it would be a pretty good day to be Trevor Lawrence pretty much any time. Yeah. And then the USA <laughs> Today story. Be, it's going to be good to be Trevor Lawrence for quite a while. Yeah, we'll, we'll attach a link to this so you can look at the USA Today story. He's got a picture. He was in uh, – man, he was at the Masters over the weekend. And, my goodness. I mean, yeah, there probably wasn't as big of a crowd with COVID. But, man, the luminaries are there. You had Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs. And it shows a picture of him talking to Mahomes. He's with his fiance, uh, at the, uh, probably at the time. Yes, they, like that happened first, and then they got married. Did they get married at the Masters? Like, how did that work? That, that's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out because he had a lot going on this weekend. Let's see. Yeah, he's there Make with his fiance at the at the Masters. Okay, uh, fiance Marissa Mowry. Okay. Um, yeah, but I don't, <laughs> I don't, what day was that? I don't, okay, they, were they, they didn't, uh, Getty images didn't mark when, when, okay. that, when that well, happened. According to the story, they were married Saturday in Bluffton, South Carolina. So I, I wasn't there over the weekend. I guess I didn't get the invite to the Trevor Lawrence wedding. I mean, but, I was invited. I didn't go. Okay. No, I, I gave him a maybe so on, on my evite. Right. <laughs> Well, and I guess it's saying that Lawrence and Maori were talking to Mahomes during the first round. So, you know, Paul, we don't travel around as much as Joe does. I know Joe, you know, he famously does a podcast from different states each week. And, and I was in South Carolina. I mean, I yeah, was there. He, I was nearby, you know, hung out with him. So Trevor Lawrence has always like the, three weeks before they were. Right. Well, Trevor has the Bill Frost travel itinerary. You know, he, he travels as much as Joe does. So that's what Trevor probably calls it, too. I, I do the Joe Frost travel thing. So. Right, exactly. Yeah, so Trevor was in Augusta on Thursday, hanging out with Mahomes. Trevor went to Bluffton, South Carolina, got married on Saturday. So what a weekend. I want to talk about this because, you know, we talk football on the Steelers podcast, but he got a high-tech toaster. Now, we're in the tech. Um, let me tell you about this toaster. I want I want you guys tell me. Toaster toaster's a traditional wedding gift. I mean, you get toasters. I think I got a toaster. I didn't get yeah, more but, than one, and I did not get a toaster that's as good as this. Tell them right. Tell them about this toaster. <laughs> well, we got the what fifteen twenty dollar version you can get you know any day at Walmart, right? Sure. Well, well, Paul, tell me what you think about this. Um, Lawrence now, now they donate money to his charity, which is great. Good, good for everybody, but the Jags fans said, "I want you guys to get Lawrence a top-end toaster that has LED features, nine different settings, and even a song list to play to know when the bread's perfectly done." So I'm assuming this is Wi-Fi. You can connect well, with Spotify. Is that is that your guess? I mean, I wouldn't I, be surprised. I, I so. I, it it might, but. I don't know. The way that it's worded in this sentence, and you know, this okay. is a reporter writing this thing. The way it's worded in this sentence sounds like there are song selections to be made. Now, I don't know what songs they are. Um, I don't know if they're all songs by the band Bread. That would make sense. But you got to put your favorite music in. I mean, you can't be Well, I mean, it says they have a selection. They didn't necessarily say you can put your own songs in. I mean, I got if it's Wi-Fi, you you probably could put a Spotify playlist in there or a, is something else. I mean, I, is that too much to ask, Paul? What do you think? 
Oh, I mean, it, it, it was fan initiated. So, I mean, that's it. If if fans of the show are going to buy each one of us one of those toasters, that's hey. I do. I want mine preloaded with songs by the band Bread. However, that's the only way this is going to make sense to me. <laughs> okay. The, the Guitar Man, you know, Diary, Lost Without Your Love. Well, here's yeah. what I'm thinking about. In an honest moment. Baby, I want you. There you go. That's what okay. I want. <laughs> but I, I've got to ask, you know, in an honest moment, I, I'm sure Trevor Lawrence, I'm excited if people listen to our podcast. I Probably Trevor Lawrence isn't a regular listener. I think we can assume that, which is fine. He knows he's not going to the Steelers. He's going to Jacksonville. Semi-regular. So if he got Spotify, get his toast and listen to a little bit of the Steelers podcast. Why not? I assume that's what his plan is. Yes, yes. That, that's what he's got to do. So. I don't yeah. understand what, what does LED features mean? Like, technically, my toaster has LED lights on it that tells you, you know, when you've pushed the thing down and you select bagel or whatever. Like, it has LED lights. What does LED features mean? I'm it guessing this is like a computerized programmed settings yeah. thing. So it has a screen, like a cool. touch screen. That would be yeah. my guess. It'll probably say, you know, Go almost knobs nine or dials on this thing. LED features nine different settings and a song list to play when the bread is perfectly done. And you've got to set your own song list. They can't be just playing <laughs> in songs. So what song would you choose then? What song do you want to hear when the when the toast pops up? I like listening to podcasts. I put in podcasts. You would I'm play bored. a you would put the, the Ohio and Steelers podcast on there. Well, I don't like so that we'd be talking podcast. as you're trying to butter your toast. I mean, we just recorded a podcast where I, I missed part of it because of Wi-Fi issues. I listen to you guys talk. You, would, you just want to hear the board. part where you dropped out and you have no idea what we were saying bad about you. <laughs> right. Well, I, I like listening to other people than me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about you guys. I listen to other people's talk. podcasts. I don't want to listen to myself. Yeah. Oh. I know what I think. Yeah, well, no, I just don't like to hear my own voice. You know what I mean? No, it's, I have a version. I, no. I got to say, what better way to start your day, though, than when the toast is done for your toaster to start blaring Thunderstruck? I mean, okay, would that be right? the way to get you going for the day? Oh, I mean, come on. I guess when you're eating. Yeah. Like, I, I've, heard, I've heard a funny line from Conan O'Brien. He was talking about when to listen to the podcast. He's like, don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, that doesn't charge you up. Well, at the same time, if you're eating toast, should you be listening to pump you up music? I mean, you're sitting there eating. You know TNT. I mean? I'd take TNT. I, well, I, listen I, as you're working I, out, you know, when you're sitting yeah. down with your, your toast and your you, coffee, you don't want to listen to the truck, right? Because you got to work off those carbs, man. You want to listen like Susan. You got to eat that toast. You got to work off them carbs. Okay. <laughs> you gotta get no, the caffeine I mean, flowing in the body. Now we're praying for Trevor Lawrence's health. We don't want to see anybody get sick or get out of shape or anything. But you know, he's going to be a competing quarterback in the AFC. We don't want to wish too much goodwill to him. Hopefully, maybe he eats a lot of toast and gets a little bit. You know, there you go. A little, a little slow during the game, I guess. He could. He could stay in to put on a couple. He's still a yeah, college kid. Yeah, true. Um, you know, they're saying he's kind of thin. What's he like, 6'6? Six, six? I thought I heard 217, which is kind of a, a small guy for the NFL. I think I have a leg that weighs that much. 
Yeah, you've got <laughs> you got to be Big Ben size, like 240, 250, you know, hard to bring down. So, yeah, he can eat some toast. And maybe that's why the Jags fans are trying there to give him toast. They're trying to fatten him up. A milkshake machine. If we, were, if we were coming to an AFC yeah. North town, they definitely, oh, you look so skinny here. Yes. Yeah. We take that. So, so it's bad news for us Steelers fans. Now we got guys that are trying to fatten up and make into a, a broader specimen. Oh, yeah. Well, meanwhile, yeah. our quarterbacks I'm, live in a town that puts French fries on salads. Yes. Boom. <laughs> what makes a salad better? French fries. So uh, we're not gaining muscle, we're gaining fat. <laughs> we grow linemen here. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, I'm, so sure Mar- I'm not sure if Marissa is going to love all of this uh, toast talk and how we're going to fatten up her new husband. Oh, yeah, yeah, Marissa, yeah. The new Mr. Lawrence, or Miss Lawrence, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Man. Well, good for him. Congratulations. Mazel tov. Best to you. I, I'm jealous. When I was that age, I wasn't getting married, going to the Masters, and um, yeah, I wasn't doing. Coach or, yeah. I wasn't doing any of those three things. Okay. None of those three <laughs> things were happening for me at that age. Definitely get Having, to play. Get, starting your career with a multi-million-dollar contract. Yeah, that was not happening for me. Getting the playoffs, the great Urban Meyer. Oh, the city of Jacksonville was not buying me a toaster. Yeah, that did not happen. <laughs> I had to buy my own at a thrift store. <laughs> Very tough. Let's see. Was, right. About six months after I was married, we we moved to a country church, and they stocked us with a lot of weird meats in the freezer. Is that like coming second place? <laughs> That's right up there with it, man. Absolutely. Yeah, a pastor friend of mine. He went to a small church, and they did that. Man, I never had that a job I went to where they say, "Hey, here's some food." I mean, they stocked up his well, cupboard, too. That must be the thing to do. We're talking, like, a freezer full of, like, squirrel, raccoon. Oh, okay. Hey, man, it all depends on what church you're at, really. <laughs> yeah, you lost me. You lost me. <laughs> really? I, I think they just gave this guy some, like, groceries or something. Well, I'll be honest. They gave him a house, which was nice, a parsonage, but his pay was very low. <laughs> so it was probably not just say, hey, we love you. It was more of... We feel you know, bad. We are on a certain <laughs> level. That is part of your pay when you get yeah. your uh, was, freezer stocked with squirrel. On a certain level, it was like God <laughs> is convicting us that we're not paying you enough. So I hear some groceries. Mm. Now we feel better. I mean, now we can. I sleep. mean, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. That in the parsonage that you don't have to pay rent for. That's Definitely. Definitely. this is how you how you come out uh, positive on that deal. Uh, yeah. So what did you make with the squirrel? I want to know. Did you make uh, something? I'm pretty sure that just... you it worked its way out of the freezer at some point. It it may have ended up outside of our home somewhere to somebody who would have <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> They're listening to this podcast. I gave him that squirrel. Yeah, yeah. You, you can it, it's a, it's a part of Ohio myself. where I don't think any of them access the internet, no less a podcast. Amish country. So much love goes out to Trevor Lawrence. Good for you, Trevor Lawrence. Just don't do good on the football field, at least when you play the Steelers. Yeah, just take a game off. But hey, you know, we wish nothing but the best. Good luck, Trevor Lawrence. Just don't beat the Steelers. And we, we've had yeah. Don't be too good too quick. 
They'll be one of those, oh, first-year guys, oh, this is the next Tom Brady. We don't need any more of that. We have those people. What? As long as we, <laughs> we don't, we don't need any more. I'm just tired. Yeah. Of, we actually still have the first one. We don't need yeah. the, the next, next Tom Brady. Well, as long as it, we can beat you, that, that's good. You know, yeah. we're still against here. So. so you can win against everybody else. That's fine. All right. Well, thanks for checking out the Ohioan. Uh, we need to go to our next segment, but have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.